Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're gonna we're we're booksmen. We're booksmen. Uh, Tom. Yeah. This is a very exciting week. It's week two of Lord of the Flies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is gonna be. Uh, this will bring us to the halfway point of the book. Yeah. Um, last we left, there were uh, little children on an island. Yeah, I was going to say, Tim, can you give us a recap of what happened last time? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> Tim, that sounds like uh, you're you're gearing up to lie. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you want to know what happened, huh? Well, buckle in, because I'll tell you exactly it's what happened. It's very telling that you equate confidence with lying time. yeah i mean that's the only time i'm confident when, I'm lying. when you're pretending to be confident yeah when i'm being a confident man all right so according to you tom reynolds uh-huh. there was a, a plane mm-hmm. that was uh taking children yes from jolly old england but it might not have been that jolly because it was during world war ii yeah to god knows where mm-hmm do we know where? I don't think it was established where, at least not yet. And it evidently crashed. It was shot down. Yeah, on an island. Mm-hmm. And all these kids get out of the plane. And they're, first it's this kid, uh, Ralph. Yeah. And this other kid, Piggy. Mm-hmm. They don't know each other. Most of the kids don't even know each other. No. And uh, they go they go swimming in the lagoon together. Mm-hmm. Not Piggy. Well, Piggy just watches. He has asthma. And uh, Piggy, stupidly, classic Piggy, uh, lets uh, Ralph know that his name is, uh, the the kids call him Piggy. Right, and he hates it. That he hates it. Ralph loves that. So anyway, they find, the pilot's dead. He tells him that before he tells him his real name. Yeah, which we don't even know, do we? No. So the pilot's dead. There's no grown-ups. Yeah. Uh, they go onto the beach. There's more kids there. There's a choir leader and mm-hmm. some choir people. Yeah, Jack. Jack. From Lost. <laughs> From Lost. Uh, Sawyer's there. Yeah. <laughs> Kate. No, it's all boys. There's like 12-year-olds and there's like 6-year-olds. R- yeah, um, roughly. And they uh, they go out. They, they hunt for food, but they're bad at it. Mm-hmm. And they attempt to make shelter but they're bad at it the six-year-olds they don't know what to do um and they're pretty much only surviving because there's fruit there yes and also william golding who wrote the book <laughs> uh said uh the women are better than men but he said it in this backhanded way that was mostly that seemed like uh he was just trying to end a conversation <laughs> right uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, brings us up to speed, Tim. Now, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. la- last last week you relayed to me all this information. Yes, based on uh, what you heard from an audio book. <laughs> when you say it like that, what I heard it's not a man. Like uh, <laughs> this isn't like a, a third degree retelling. It's, I'm not listening to like a another podcast, podcast of somebody. Uh, recalling something that they've read. Uh, I'm literally, it's literally the, the man who wrote the book. Uh, he wrote it. the book on mm. audiobooks. No, he wrote the book on he Lord heard of the, the Flies. Book. And then he he read it uh, out loud. 
like in word for word? Yeah. Did he memorize it, or do you think he had a copy of the book there? I think he had a copy of the book, but I think he didn't. Uh, you know, he didn't change anything. Like on the fly, he didn't re-edit it. Tom, uh-huh. you write books for a living. Yes. Uh, would you be able to? Uh, your your fifth book comes out this month. Yeah, fourth full length, but fifth. Totally. Could you go through gun to your head? Mm-hmm. The first uh, recite the first line of each of your books. No, really, no, not even the first sentence. No, and actually, isn't like, that the hardest one to write? <laughs> uh, no, the first uh, the first sentence is usually something along the lines of uh, our story begins. Oh, that's what you say, <laughs> right? Uh, settle in, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, you're in for a wild ride. Oh boy, wait till you hear this one. <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, in the course of writing my fourth book, uh, I went back to read the third book, and like, uh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff in there that I was like, oh, like nothing that caught me oh, too. This o- doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like nothing that caught me too off guard, but things that, uh, like uh, a couple of things I was like, ah. Like, uh, time to put this idea in book four that I've been thinking about. And then I was like, oh, I put that in book three. Good thing I read book three. And then um, did you go back to book two and be like, oh, shit, it's in this one, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, all these books are the same. I've written the same book four times ah, now. I only have a few ideas. <laughs> yeah. I kept writing them down. Yeah. Oh, but America God. kept buying them. Yeah, I can't. Can't have a fourth book that hinges on a, you know, a man's pants falling around his ankle at an inopportune time. Uh, at some point, that well's going to dry up. Um, it hasn't yet, Tom. I'm, a, I'm as big a fan of the, of the fourth one as the first one. You haven't read the fourth one. I didn't read the fourth one yet. I forgot it existed. <laughs> right. You didn't. I mean, send it me exists, but I you do not have a copy of it. Yeah. You forgot to give yeah, me one. Yeah, to buy it like the rest of the world. I don't do that. <laughs> I just leave fraudulent reviews on your uh, Amazon page. <laughs> One star. Uh, written, written by an obvious misogynist. <laughs> um, uh, no, but uh, William Golding, he's very... Uh, these books... I was going to actually... Now this s- is the drummer for the Foo Fighters you're talking about? I think so. It's not clear. Hopefully it clears up in the... He didn't mention in the forward, but... In the afterward, he'll probably be like, yeah. oh, and since then, I've gone on to play in the Foo Fires, but only only really on tour. I didn't record. For the first record, Well, I recorded for the second record, but then Dave Grohl threw it all out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, to me. he did preserve uh, the my work on Doll and the Up first, in Arms, the first half of Up in fir- Arms? The yeah. slow part of Up in yeah. Arms. Which, you know, honestly, it's not that impressive. No, I think. Uh, Anyone could have done that yeah. drums, those drums. Yeah. You know, Dave Grohl just couldn't be bothered to redo that part. Yeah, he's like, this is slow and yeah, boring. It's good enough. This doesn't get me I'll, going. I'll come in at the big drum fill. Tom, we have to stop <laughs> talking about the Foo Fighters. Uh, people are going to stop listening to this. And it's like obscure even for Foo Fighters. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, actually, in reading these three chapters, uh, one thing I noticed 
is that like William Golding likes a lot of uh, purple prose. Oh, yeah. And that the beginning of every chapter, uh, or at least these three chapters, and maybe the other ones I just didn't notice, but these three I did notice. I'm like, the beginning of every chapter, like half of its description before anything starts happening and like a chapter ends and you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen now. Like that kind of ended on like a little bit of a cliffhanger. And it's like, oh, I know what happens next. I have to listen to, you know, three pages about the the leaves or whatever. And or the, the cliff the itself. Sunlight. Yeah. In one case, but There's yes. a boy hanging off of it. Not yet. Uh, in the beginning of chapter four, we learned that now they like there's a little bit of a I think there was a time jump between two and three. I think I mentioned that. But there there's they've been there for like a few weeks now or whatever, a week or two at least. Um, it's not real clear. But um, uh, they've started calling the uh, the six year olds little uns, little uns, the little uns. And then uh, that leads to later them calling the 12 year olds big uns. Which I know that's your, I think that's your, one of your favorite periodicals that has a similar name. Was that from Married with Children? <laughs> yeah, that was what he was always reading. <laughs> Biggins. Uh, it was pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's Lilins and Biggins. Um, they mentioned that like Piggy's, everybody's now got long hair except Piggy. Piggy's hair just like stays the same length. Really? Yeah, I, I, William Golden says something about like, uh, like he's a boy who's like meant to be bald, and he's just you know biding his time. And it's like I don't think that's how Th- balding that's not works. How bald works. <laughs> that like one day your hair just stops growing, and then years later that hair falls out yeah. because it got old. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Jack makes a mask, but that that kind of doesn't go anywhere. The big thing that happens in chapter four is they see a ship. Nice. A ship on the horizon that represents uh, uh, being rescued, but there's a catch. The deadliest catch. Uh, Jack and the hunters, it was their responsibility. Jack kind of took control of the group. No, Ralph did. There was a a little bit of a uh, A turf war between Jack and Ralph. Uh, but Ralph won out. He got the most votes. But Jack was the choir leader. And Ralph being like a, 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 a experienced leader, I guess, as a 12-year-old, smartly was like, well, you know, I won the election. But, hey, you should be in charge of the choir. And what should you guys do? Maybe something cool like you could be the hunters. And immediately Jack, you know, bought it, which is like, oh, yeah, that, all right, cool. Yeah, I don't even want to be the leader. I want to be the leader of the hunters. But one of the. So, so we're saying Ralph is kind of the Elijah Wood and Jack is the Macaulay Culkin. If yeah. We're grafting this onto the good son. Um, but uh, uh, Ralph's not a good kid either, though. Yeah, he's the one who was like, piggy. All right, piggy, piggy, piggy. Uh, Besides Is he hun- like a Brad Renfro, do you think? <laughs> Was he in Good Son? No, there's just, a, just, just trying a, to... I don't know, maybe. Good Son Extended Universe, Brad <laughs> Renfro. Or is he like, who's... Okay, wait, maybe River Phoenix is uh, Jack and... Uh, young River Phoenix. Right. Not well, a current day... 
Dead River Phoenix, no. And who is uh, Will Wheaton? Well, he was too good in uh, Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a, the chubby guy that got less chubby? Oh, oh, um, from Slide. Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say Jerry O'Connell is a Ralph. Ralph is a Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Because Jerry O'Connell has this, like, uh, trashy edge to him yeah, in whatever like he, he does. Yeah, he can be shitty if, yeah. if it suits him, but he can be charming, but, like, not... Not, not charming, but, like, good-hearted if yeah. need be. He could, he could be charming yeah. in sliders. Um, and then River Phoenix is just like, man, this kid's damaged. Yeah. So besides hunting, one of the other responsibilities the hunters had was keeping the damn fire going in case a ship came by so they could see the fire. Guess what the hunters didn't do? The sh- the fire part. Yeah, the fire went out, and uh, Ralph uh, flipped his lid uh, about it. He was very mad, uh, you know, and he yelled at all of them, and then that kind of, like... What were they doing, playing grab ass so they can uh, stoke the fire? Well, in fairness to them, what they were doing was they actually did catch a pig. Mm-hmm. They're twins. I, I think they're Sam and Eric. Uh, two twins and like, you know, they act weird like twins usually do. Uh, and they're like kind of always written as like one character. Um, uh, but yeah, like, you know, Ralph goes and finds the fire and it's out and he's like, where the hell are those knuckleheads? And sure enough, right on cue, they come up and they're chanting, kill the pig, cut her throat, spill her blood. Her? Yeah, and they've got the pig on like a you know tied to a uh, like a, a big stick or thing, whatever, yeah. and they're like marching. They're so proud. Um, and then there's like a big argument. It's not real clear. Uh, maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. And it's no, I guess it is clear because they're just real shade of piggy that like has like tensions boil between Ralph and Jack. Uh, Jack punches Piggy <laughs> and then Ralph slaps Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> so like they're both just kind of like taking it out on Piggy instead of fighting each other. That's cute. Um, But guess what? It's cute until it's not cute because uh, Ralph's glasses or Piggy's glasses get knocked off and one of the uh, uh, sides cracks. No, oh, no. That's what they used to start the fire. Right. And what Piggy uses to see. So oh, out of his eyes. He yeah. can only see, he's, uh, you know, I guess uh, very uh, nearsight or farsight or something. He can't see without his glasses. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> That's so, what fucking nerds say. <laughs> well, I mean, Piggy's, you know, the archetypal nerd. He's got asthma. He's got glasses. He's always talking about his auntie. He's fat. Uh, he's going to be bald once he's older. Yeah, once... Uh, his hair that stopped Once his growing. current hair finally <laughs> dies. Um, uh, I think Piggy's like also the only one uh, that it hasn't like gotten tan. Like all the other boys are like super tan now because, you know, they're on like a deserted island. Piggy's still just like. Uh, Do you ever pale. wish that you could get deserted on an island for like a month so you could like come back looking all cool? Like thin and tan, yeah. Long hair. I would do push-ups too. <laughs> I mean, you can do push-ups here. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't have time. I've. I've concerns. Yeah, I mean, on a on a island, you'd have nothing but time. So, exactly. Yeah, get your push-ups in. Yeah. Although, That's why, like, I, I wouldn't last a day in jail. 
But if I did, <laughs> um, get a lot of reading done and a lot of push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in jail, I'd be worried about doing too many push-ups on the island until I had like a steady source of food. Fruit. Like fruits only get. Oh, that was another thing. Uh, that's become a big issue of contention because, like the the little ones, they're fine with just eating fruit all the time. Need a lot of fruit, and they're also not picky about whether the fruit's like uh, rotten or not. Uh, and they're diarying all over the place. Man, is that is that three pages of purple prose? Describing uh, all the kind little of, ones and de- then when when diarrhea. when like Ralph like confronts them about it, you know they they just think it's the funniest thing ever, and he's like, you know, stop laughing, you idiots, and all also stop diarrheaing all over the yeah. place because they're being like there's like you know wherever they are, they're like oh I got diarrhea, and they just do it right there, so like there's fucking diarrhea all over the place. <laughs> it's like a hellhole. <laughs> they live on Diarrhea Island, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Um, when we last left the boys on Diarrhea Island, uh, little ones were eating rotted fruit. So after they uh, beat up Piggy, um, Jack decides to be the bigger man, and he apologizes. And everybody is impressed by his handsome behavior for being such a big man, where he's like, you know what, Ralph? You're right. We were supposed to keep the fire going, and we didn't. I apologize. And everybody's wow. like, whoa. Hey, and what a what a politician. What handsome behavior, they say. Uh chapter 5 um is like uh Jack has a meeting. Uh Jack or Ralph? <laughs> no, it's Jack. Yeah, Jack's like I'm going to have a meeting like you know, this shit's River gone Phoenix. too far. Yeah, Macaulay I guess Culkin. maybe now he's like trying to you know, he's like, I'm the bigger man. I think maybe he's seeing like, oh, everybody was real impressed by that. Now is my chance to try and grab power. Um, he tells the kids with the fruit, you know, he tries now. And he's like, hey, the, the you didn't listen to Ralph. I guess he didn't know if Ralph even talked to him. But he's like, I'm telling you, enough with the diarrhea. Yeah. If you got diarrhea, you got to go to the rocks. Don't keep doing it here. For God's sake. They're six. They don't know. You and I, we know, you know, you got diarrhea, go to the rocks. <laughs> the rocks, man. Don't do it by the, by all the huts. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he establishes like a few rules during this meeting where he's like, all right, this is what we got to do. We got to keep the fire going. If you need to cook something, you bring the food you need to cook up the mountain to where the fire is. Don't bring fire down there because, you know. The we already like burned down half the forest, and I think we killed a guy. But like, let's not talk about yeah. it. Uh, there's one kid I forget who it is, but uh, that apparently he's like a cousin or like a distant relative of that kid, and like he's the only one that's kind of like, hey, whatever happened to? But then they explain like that he's young and dumb, and that you could tell him, oh, a plane came and took him. He'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, wait, a plane came? <laughs> um. Six-year-olds are dumb. Yeah. So so Jack yells at I them. I don't know this. I've, I, it's been 30 years since I <laughs> talked to a six-year-old. Uh, Jack also yells at them uh, for basically for being dumb because they're afraid all the time. Uh, the six-year-olds especially, but it's like spreading to everyone. Um, and, uh, but... 
so he's like, you guys got to stop being afraid. But then like he kind of scares himself because he takes a vote about whether people think there are ghosts there or not. And then he's like, ah, what a should. thing to put to a and vote. He's like, ah, we should have done this during the day. Like now we're doing this at night and I'm getting creeped out. Um, uh, Piggy says, I don't believe in no ghosts. And it made me think, is that where they got it from? Wow. He's a prototypical Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one word. I'm not, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I don't believe in no ghosts. I guess it's two words. Um, they're arguing about the beast because the kids are still like, there's a beast, beastie. And he's like, come on, man. We've been all over this island. There's no beastie. How big is the island? I think it's pretty small, like, because they argue, or Jack argues, he's like, no, like, where would the beastie be? We've uh, seen everything. It's not that big of an island. Have they found a hatch? No. That leads underground? They do find something soon, though, I'll tell you in a moment. Um, I forget where this part happened, but at some point, William Golding described the release was like an orgasm. And I found that very inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, he's not telling the story to kids. I guess not, but like I'm trying to like, I don't know, keep that talk out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can find when you're the, writing story about the release exclusively was, children. Yeah, the release was ecstasy. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Let's keep the word orgasm out. Especially like, uh, when was this book written? In like the fifties. You would know better than I. I think it was in the 50s where it's like, geez, that, you know, that would get you put on a, you know, a list as a pinko, I would think. Do you call it a conch or a conch? I say conch. Yeah, me too. So do these kids. Um, yeah, and then, like, the, the rules just kind of, like, break down. Like, er, they're just kind of, like, arguing in chaos. The rule was you can only speak if you were holding the conch. Right, but then that starts getting thrown out, like, you know, and Piggy's the only one who, you know, it is getting annoying where he's like, I have the conch, I have the conch. Like, shut the hell up, man. Like, we were arguing, and you went over and grabbed the conch. Like, you're, and and you don't even have anything to say except like, oh, I have the conch, it's my turn to talk. Well, he was trying to get at them to stop arguing. Yeah, well, that's what that's the kind of attitude that gets them slapped again. <laughs> uh, so that ends uh, just kind of in like everybody being mad and like the two groups kind of like storm off. Uh, like the, the like big Jack's and the little no, ones? like Jack and Ralph, like people who back uh, each kind of. Um, but then the next chapter, we're chapter six. six. Yeah. We're just kind of we're not with like anyone in the beginning of that chapter, which was confusing in the in the beginning. Uh, we're omniscient like a like a ghost ourselves. And we're following a very strange occurrence, which you realize is maybe it's the pilot. But uh, or maybe it's just like a, you know, uh, an, a random soldier or something. But there's a dead body being pulled up the mountain by a parachute. Like the wind is blowing the parachute and it, you know, this dead body is just going along with it. And it's like creeping out, like out of the water, I guess. And then like up the mountain. Uh, and you're like, oh, who's seeing this? And it's like, oh, nobody. I am a ghost. Um, so that is happens. Henry Gale? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Maybe. 
Uh, but again, that's like another, you know, it's a lot of description and then you realize like, oh, I see what's, what's happening. Oh, and nobody's in this scene. Okay. There's just, well, you should know what's going on on the Island if the kids don't. Yeah. But this is like the first time that we're seeing something not through the eyes of the kids. Um, uh, to see things through the eyes (laughs) of a child, right? Uh, that's why we read books like this. Yeah. So we can experience releases like an orgasm. <laughs> um, the twins see the the body first, and they're they're scared straight. They're just like paralyzed with like. <laughs> they're scared straight in that like they won't go parachuting anytime soon. <laughs> no, they'll no, they won't go to jail. They're not going to turn to a life of crime, okay. like most twins. Um, so they like. I think the other, they like go back to the group at at the beach, but like, I think other people kind of see it too, but it's, it's like super late at night now. It's very dark out. So like nobody can really tell there's like, what the hell is that thing? Like, you know, they're seeing like a parachute inflate and like pull into the air and they're like, maybe that's the beastie. Great. Now there's another freaking beastie. There's an air beastie. That's the last thing we need. Well, there's always going to be an air beastie, a land beastie, and a sea beastie. And guess what? They're vulnerable to all on this la- on this island. Um. So they're like, all right, we should probably like go check that out. We should see what this. Uh, there's another freaking beastie we have to worry about. But also because there was like a big argument about beasties and ghosts. So it's like, all right, well, we're all seeing something that could be a beastie. Let's settle this once and for all. Uh, so they head up there. Um, uh, they meet up with like the other group, the the hunters, Jack's group. Um, and there's like kind of like a little bit of a truce of like, all right, like we got to work together here. Hunters, you guys stay in the bushes ready to hunt, you know, at a moment's notice. Right. And Ralph's the big guy and he's like, I'll... I'll be brave and I'll uh, everybody else stay back. I'll go see what this is. Um, but then like, uh, I don't know. The kids just start freaking digging around again. <laughs> That's what happens with kids though. <laughs> yeah. They've got no patience. So, yeah. so it's by now, like it's date, like, uh, like dawn is breaking. So like there's a little bit of light, but the light's growing. And basically the kids are like, ah, it's, it's getting light out now i'm not scared anymore now i'm bored and they all like decide to just like uh uh push this rock off a cliff like a bit like a boulder off a cliff and like understandably ralph's like losing his mind over this where it's like jesus christ like we're trying to see if there's a freaking air beastie could you not push a boulder off a cliff into the ocean can you just fucking hold your horses and sit there for a minute like i didn't even ask you guys to do anything just stay still i'm i might get killed by this thing but hopefully not and hopefully like if 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 it is a bc and it starts attacking me you guys will come to my aid you won't be busy pushing a boulder off a cliff um and it made me a little nervous too because i'm like yeah these, these kids are gonna hurt themselves they've got no uh, Ralph gets so mad he starts punching a wall. <laughs> uh, I guess it's like a cave wall. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a cave wall. Uh, That's a bad idea. I bet he got his uh, knuckles. Yeah, out. he starts like getting his knuckles bloody. 
Uh, another thing that happens in this chapter, which had happened a few times in other chapters that I forgot to mention, is that they use uh, the term wizard, uh, kind of like inner, uh, the way we would use the the term badass. Ooh, that's pretty cool. We should bring that back. Yeah, if like you were wearing like a leather jacket, you came in here, I'd be like, whoa, Tim, that's a wizard jacket. Nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Tom, um, those are uh, those headphones are wizard headphones you're wearing. Yeah, you look like a real wizard in those. I, I don't think it works that way. Because then cool, it's huh? confusing because it's like, oh, yeah. is it like a pointy hat? Yeah, exactly. Um, but they haven't run into that so far. Every time a character's used the term, everybody seems um they know what it is, or at least they're too afraid to admit that they don't understand. They're too embarrassed. Um, and then like the chapter just kind of ends there. So not much has happened really in the first half of this book, huh? Not really. I mean, they split up into factions. That's, that's like a little bit. Like they're not really split up. That was like a temporary split, I think. Like, but you know, like, uh, tensions are, are ratcheting up and like lines are starting to get drawn a little bit, uh, and you're realizing, like, oh, it doesn't really take much to get this whole group riled up. <laughs> and they really haven't had to deal with many problems at all yet. And they're already, you know, at each other's throats at the drop of a hat. So I don't think things are going to end well at all. I think everything will be fine. These boys seem like... Uh... Chapter 7, they get rescued. <laughs> yeah, um, no, w- w- hey, we'll see what chapter seven has. To we'll see. Offer. I mean, uh, I'm hoping the plot picks up a little bit. Uh, so it, you're not liking the lack of plot and you're not liking the extended description, the the passages. Um, I mean, I that, never like things that are too descriptive. I'm okay with the plot being a little slow if we're, because he's spending a lot of time establishing these characters. Right. Uh, and yeah, if that pays off, uh, then then that's worth it. But the yeah, the like very descriptive, which like it's good. I like I'm not rolling my eyes at. I'm not like oh this is like really like it's well done, but it's too much in my opinion. It's slowing things down dramatically. Well, Tom, mm-hmm. you don't like beauty. Um, no, I guess not. Um, cool. Uh, next week, uh, chapters seven through nine. Yeah. So seven, eight and nine. Wow. Well, no, I just spoil. Yeah. I did spoiled it. Uh, yeah. Any, any final words on, uh, uh, Hey, if you got diarrhea, do it at the rocks. Do your diarrhea at the rocks. And don't eat rotten fruit for God's sake, especially if like... Well, you're deserted on an island. Yeah, Diarrhea but they're island. not doing it because like, ah, uh, there was nothing left but rotten fruit. He makes a point of being like, oh no, they're just like indiscriminate. Like they'll just eat whatever they find. It's like, well, come on, don't eat... Like the rotten... Doesn't the rotten fruit taste bad? <laughs> if there's a piece of rotten fruit next to like a... A ripe piece of fruit. I don't know what kind of fruit it is. They don't get the specific. Um, I don't know. Go for the. Not a lot of specificity in this book. Huh? But except when it gets very specific about certain things, about like the way the light bounces off a leaf or something. 
Anyway, yes, uh, we'll be back next week with chapter seven, eight, and nine. The the thrilling third of three quarters of Lore of the Flies. Uh, we'll check in with the boys of Diarrhea Island. <laughs> See how um, they're going to get themselves out of this pickle. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being a patron. Um, and we'll see you next week. Sucks to your Asmar, you jerk. Just to you, to Tom. Not yeah, the, not the list. Sometimes they say "sucks your auntie," which I kind of like. I want to start. I work that in. Yeah. To my everyday vocabulary. Somebody's. Like, Whenever I go on and on about my auntie. <laughs> no, I'm saying like even when it's not appropriate. If somebody's like, "Oh, sorry, you're not invited." <laughs> sucks your auntie. Get that a lot. Not invited to things. <laughs> yeah, and I never know a. I never have a retort. Ready. Well, this is great. Yeah, you learned a lot yeah, from this book already. Turn things around. Start getting invited to more places. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs>